What's going on, everybody? My name is Rob, and I'm the host of The Curated Culture, a weekly podcast dedicated to dissecting the latest and greatest news from around the world of tech and pop culture. Now, we all know the internet can be a busy, noisy place, so let us calm that noise for you. Join us as we discuss the latest and greatest topics from the people and sources that matter most. Check us out every Thursday as we jump into fresh, original content, new interviews, and a host of other subjects that we know you'll find interesting. So jump in whatever your favorite podcast app is and search The Curated Culture. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, we'll catch y'all on the air. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome back to Realistic Sustainability Educational Shorts. I'm not 100% sure how educational this is, but I had some things bouncing around in my head, and that's what we're going to talk about today. As some of you know, I got promoted at the beginning of the year. I say all the time that people get promoted to the point of incompetence. Well, guess what, guys? I'm there. But I'm putting lots of effort in, and hopefully very soon I'll be caught up in what my job is and how to do it well. But in the meantime, it means driving long distances more often. Prior to this, and since COVID, I've just been kind of working from home or out of the back of Dabble. That's three blocks from my house. I didn't need much for vehicles. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. It is really hard, really hard to think about sustainability and transportation at the same time. And I mean personal transportation, because right now I could walk here. And way back when, I say way back when, it's been about a year, I got rid of my truck while prices for used vehicles were really, really high. So I didn't need my truck. Jamie has hers. It pulls the camper. And that's really all we need. So I sold it. Went and bought an inexpensive car. Got some repairs done. And I've been driving it three blocks a day ever since. But here we are having to drive almost an hour every day. The vehicle isn't comfortable, which is part of the problem. And it's not very reliable. I've had some issues already within the first couple of months. So what do you do? I decided, well, maybe I should start looking. I don't need another truck. Jamie has hers. As much as I like driving them, it's probably something I should skip, at least this time. So what I decided was, maybe it's time I start looking electric. I'm only driving an hour, and these vehicles, their charge works just fine for an hour's worth of drive especially highway. So I started shopping. Not as easy as it sounds. I know we keep talking about electric cars. I I hopefully have gotten the point across that they're far superior to internal combustion, but certainly not the end-all be-all. But I decided that I wanted to try it. The first thing I do is research. If anybody knows me, I do not make rash decisions. I do not decide something on the spot. Unless it's a candy bar or something when I'm walking through the checkout lane, Impulse purchases are not my thing. 
I could go through, research, get an idea of what I want, and once I've found it, I'm very patient in getting it at, at a reasonable rate. But I also know when you're an early adopter to new technology, that's not always easily the case. So I started looking. I've got people around me that drive electric, so I know that so far, almost every person that drives an electric vehicle that I know loves it and drives long distances. My stepfather-in-law goes all the way from Duran to Saginaw every day in his, so I know that it's something that I would probably like. I don't want a hybrid. I would just, I don't know, look at a, a standard EV. But how many different kinds are there out there? I'm just used to the the regional brands. Of course, I work in the auto industry. There isn't much there for me to grab from where I work, so I had to branch out and look around. My stepfather-in-law has the Chevy Bolt, which he loves. Loves the car up and down. He just doesn't feel that it's sporty or sexy, and that bothers him a little bit. And yeah, every once in a while you catch his eyes wandering over to those Mustangs, but right now he loves the car. He did get the extended warranty on the batteries because I know right now that's the big focus. What happens if the batteries die? And for me, as I'm looking, the warranties on these items are, are quite long and it looks like it isn't going to be as big of an issue that Facebook and the news has made it out to be. Shoot, his, his batteries are on recall. He's waiting for replacement batteries already, but still drives drives a long distance every single day without issue. The problem is, is when you're attempting to shop for something that isn't sustainable from the eye of sustainability, it's a freaking nightmare. It really is. You almost have to set it aside. The only piece of sustainability I can come up with is, can I keep this for a long time? And it's really still not all that sustainable. The most sustainable would have probably been turn down the promotion and walk to work. But there was no guarantee that work from home was going to be a consistent. Corporate's already getting irritated that we're still working from home and wants to see people in the building. So the chances of me being able to work from Dabble permanently are probably pretty close to zero. And I would like to be comfortable within that drive if I have that capability. But one thing I've noticed with electric cars is that they're not big. And I'm not a fan of tiny, because I'm not. I'm a little bit bigger guy. It's really hard to be comfortable in tiny cars or small vehicles. So I always look for something at least midsize to help with my comfort factor, especially if I'm going to be in it for nearly an hour. The other part is, well, a lot of these electric vehicles are built on the same platform. There's very few that look really different. Most look like a small hatchback. And like I said, a guy who likes to drive trucks and things of that nature, it's not the look I'm looking for. But I do have to I do have to take some time and go through them because if it's the better vehicle for the long-term solution, maybe that's still the choice. A lot of companies are advertising tons of vehicles, but those tons of vehicles come out in model year 24 or 25. I'm looking for something now so that I can get used to it as I'm driving to work on a regular basis and hopefully be a vehicle that gets me back and forth on a regular basis. There's been a question about the vehicle I'm driving now. There's a ton of super cool electrics because a lot of companies are really pushing the performance side, but a lot of those vehicles are extremely expensive. The Mustang, 
Lucid, Rivian. They're all making vehicles that are really, really amazing. Yeah, out of my reach. I found a few that I kind of like, and it's really weird to say this in case you're wondering. I work in the automotive industry, and I grew up with a dad who, who retired from GM, so I didn't really stray far from our normal vehicles. But so far, the ones I've seen online that I like and that I might test drive I still feel that they're a little out of range, are the Hyundai Iconic 5 and the Toyota BZ4X. That's the one I kind of like best. They're bigger, they have more room, and they have what seems to be pretty decent quality. I have to go and see them. But the problem is inventories are low. Here we are talking about we want to see more and more people get into electric, but the cars aren't available. When you go to visit, there's one or two within the state. That's part of the problem. Availability is a big deal. If you want people to early adopt into new technologies, they have to go feel, touch, and drive new technologies. Now, I really don't know exactly what to do. How about that for your sustainability expert? Transportation to, in today's world, if you can't take mass transit or work close to home, there's no such thing as sustainable. The closest thing I can come up with is be an early adopter to help others move into new technologies. Again, is electric the end-all be-all? No, but we have to break the oil addiction. And if that means that we drive electric or hydrogen fuel or whatever else comes up next, then we do. So at this point, I'm not really sure what to do. I've now researched for about a month and a half. I feel like I've gotten no closer to, to a solution. And at some point, I am going to have to get rid of the car I have now. But I will continue to try to find different details. I know parts come from all over the world because that's what I do for a living. The fact of embodied energy on a vehicle would shock all of us, probably even me once I really dug into it. So there really isn't that factor. The only factor I can do to help with sustainability is to see if I can become an early adopter. But again, pricing is still a bit high. It does make it challenging. So I haven't quite decided. Am I looking for something newer and reliable for the next three years and then go into electric? Or am I going to make the leap now? So welcome to the confusing part of my brain. In case you're wondering, I do this on almost every single purchase we do. Jamie kind of listens until I start getting repetitive and then she bows out. So now that's what's going on. I am going to go through this mental gymnastic until I decide what the answer is. I wanted to let you know that if you do the same thing, you're not the only one. If you're worried about sustainability, but in today's world, certain aspects just don't fit it. Remember, we were going to make those other decisions anyways. If we were not working on sustainability, I would still be looking at new transportation. And in the Midwest, I don't get the option to take the bus. Very few places do we have mass transportation that takes you outside of the region. And I work outside of my region. So don't feel bad. Don't get upset. Look and see what's available. Look for something that it can function for a long time and try to make the best decision you have with the resources you have and the time you have. That's it. That's all we can do right now. The realistic side of sustainability. Our vehicles aren't sustainable no matter which kind you get. So until, until I make that decision, I will do nothing. I will continue to drive my car. And if it breaks down, I'll get a ride home and we'll get it fixed. But until then, 
I'll continue to research looking for those little niches to see which one, first of all, won't hinder my future financially, but can accommodate what I need for a long period of time. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully, you got a little bit out of this one. If you liked it, share it with a friend or on social media. If you get a chance, jump on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. I really do like those. And tell me the last thing that you bought that was just plaguing you when it came to sustainability. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, we only get together each week to get a little bit better. Little bit, little bit, big bit. I'll see you next week, probably without a new car.